The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Happy New Year. Happy 2014. We are definitely in the midst of the age of Aquarius and all of the wonderful things that are stirring and churning within us and without us. And all of the churning is good because there can be nothing but good. It is time now to truly celebrate and each one of us step into the essence that we are, allowing ourselves to dive into the creative rebel within and allow the dreams to birth that sit inside of us that piece of unique genius that creates and makes up the rest of the divine puzzle that we each are part of. I'm really excited. I've embarked on the second leg of the Rebel Road Tour. We've actually just left today, and our first show is in Vero Beach, Florida, on the 4th and the 5th, and then off to St. Pete's and on towards the West Coast. So it is exciting and wonderful and really an amazing experience to live without a plan, without the conformity that So many of us have been taught that we must live within and discover the magic that life has to offer if we simply will just allow it. And so I invite you to follow the Rebel Road Tour. I invite you to allow things into your life, and I invite you to dive into your dreams in this amazing 2014 that is upon us. Also, another bit of exciting news that I'm so, so thrilled about is my new book has just released, Your Journey to Enlightenment, is now out and available, and that is truly an incredible piece of work. It channeled into me last January, and what is so amazing as I am rereading it, now holding it in my hands, is it truly is almost the preemptive description of what I'm experiencing internally on a DNA level, cellular level, on a level of multidimensionality and the senses on how to truly dive into our beingness and to dive into play and expression and aliveness. And so I can't imagine a better show beginning 2014 than with a guest that truly does embody that aliveness through her music. We are so used to hearing spiritual music in a sense that is very calming and subdued and something that is to mellow us out and This is one of those amazing artists, amazing beings that understands we are here to rock out. We are here to be alive. We are here to celebrate and enliven every cell of our being so that we dance and we sing and we shout and we play. And so I definitely invite you to find out about this lovely woman and the music she's doing and the work she's involved in in the world because it is an amazing story. I think one of the most beautiful parts of this is She comes from a celebrity background. Her father's Robbie Benson, her mother Carla DeVito. She's used to that Hollywood life. And yet this beautiful, radiant young woman has come to the planet and is so centered on who she is, so much in the core of the work she's done in herself, her meditation, her breath work, her silence. Everything she's doing, she is creating. So it is not a wonder that Lyric Benson, yes, that is her name, is a songstress and one that is creating divine music to aliven the soul. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Lyric Benson to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, Lyric. Thank you so much. It's awesome to be here with you. Well, I was thrilled to be able to do a spotlight interview, which is on my YouTube channel with you when we were in Fairfield, and I think your aliveness comes out beautifully there. And, and your boldness and your willingness to really be who you are. And so 
I had to share you with my 1111 Talk Radio audiences and let them know about your music and all the things that you're doing in the world. And I'd like to start first by letting them know how someone that comes from that type of background that we think about Hollywood that is so much of that make-believe, that is so much oftentimes about the material or getting lost in the many ways that we can escape, how you were able to allow yourself to be stilled and to move into a space where you really just wanted silence before you brought forth sound. Thank you so much. Um, that's a beautiful question. I think that really... We've got Lyric on Skype, and so we may be having some technical difficulties. She is Skyping in from Australia, and uh, that may be an issue this evening. Uh, so I'd like to let you know that she is involved in... She has created a CD that is an amazing CD called Love Light Revolution, and it is in a mix of electronica also pop, um, a lot of amazing beats. This is something you can dance to. She uses spoken word. She uses song. And she really gets heavy into the beats of things. It is something very different when it comes to the type of spiritual music that we are used to hearing. And you can find out more about that on her website. Her website is lyricslovelightrevolution.com. And you can find out about her CD as well as listen to clips of various songs right on there so that you can get a sense of her music. Okay, sorry about that. No, uh, no problem. Welcome back. Go ahead. Okay, okay, very good. So um, basically, as, as I was saying, it's just truly seeing how life functions without being connected to, to the wholeness is what made me want to explore spirituality. Um, you know, I saw firsthand this, you know, what suffering is really like. Um, I had some health problems that were pretty debilitating. I, um, saw people who were quote unquote, very successful in their life, deeply suffering. And I think that it was a blessing that I was born into a, um, a, a home that was full of the entertainment industry and and all of those experiences because I saw firsthand the lack of glamour, actually. Um, I think people who want to go into the entertainment industry think it's all, you know, show and fun and glamour, but a lot of times it can be a, quite an intense and almost toxic environment um, when you're not rooted in the self. So I say, you know, I think that that's really what got me started on my spiritual journey. And then soon afterwards, I learned Transcendental Meditation and the TM City program, which is Marishi Mahesh Yogi. Um, and I think a lot of people know about it now through the David Lynch Foundation and all the work that David Lynch does um, teaching TM to youngsters and um, underprivileged individuals throughout the world, really. And there's tons of scientific research also on how um, it affects the human being and the emotions and blood, even things like blood pressure. So when I learned it, um, all of that stuff just came along naturally. But really what I was interested in was the amount of silence that I was suddenly experiencing. And the self, you know, you just dive in and it's just the silence is so profound. It's it's just delicious. It's beyond anything that the relative could offer me at that point. And so I spent three years um, with a coherent creating group for world peace, doing long meditations for Marishi Mahesh Yogi. Then I lived monastically for another six years where I was blessed to meet a healer named Matthew Reifschlager and work with him and, and Carol Maceo Hardin, another amazing healer and, and spiritual teacher. So kind of under their wings, I continued my spiritual journey and began to really integrate and ground that silence in activity. So then not only are you diving into the self in silence, but then when you're moving into activity, you're suddenly experiencing that pure wholeness that silence moving and flooding your body and your life and your speech and your actions. And I think that that concept is really what I based my, uh, my music, my poetry from. And I wrote, wrote it, um, 
the words, the lyrics myself. Um, my father was the composer. My mother was the producer. We did it all in my parents' home um, studio. It was awesome. And we just kind of rocked out. And I think that a lot of people have concepts of what spirituality is or what it should look like, how one should walk or talk or act. And even in a beautiful piece of age-old literature, the Bhagavad Gita, it, it says you cannot tell from any external values what an enlightened person looks like. And I think that you know, if people really understood that they could be truly themselves, even more themselves, and still living enlightenment, um, I think a lot more people would want to jump onto a spiritual path. You know, I think you raise a lot of important points, especially that that sense of wanting to be oneself. And and you began by talking about the silence, and I think so often that's something that scares people. Number one, they don't know how to quite get there. And number two, they're afraid of what they're going to hear in that silence. Can you talk about a little more in depth what silence really feels like, looks like, tastes like, palpably is for one to start to truly hear themselves so that they know who they be? Yes, of course. Um, I can only speak from, you know, my own experience, but... I was lucky enough, again, to learn Transcendental Meditation. So that was a way in which you you utilize a certain um, technique, which is effortless, to bring the mind to silence. And so immediately in my first meditation, it was like being hit by a wave of nothingness. Uh, gosh, it's so hard to explain. It's the most whole whole holistic experience that anybody could ever taste it's like finally coming home to your to yourself and yet there's there's no words there to describe it i think when i first learned to meditate it was hard to imagine um even a moment without there being thoughts in the head you you associate so much your yourself with the thinking mind and what became fascinating is is that all of these amazing teachers whether it's um Eckhart Tolle or the Buddha or Marishi or the Dalai Lama you know all of these amazing enlightened beings talk about silence beyond words and presence and I think that's really what you begin to experience. It's this presence that you are rather than this very small part of you, which is the, the thoughts. You're this giant ocean and the thoughts are these tiny waves. You're, you're huge. You just feel your consciousness. And, um, and of course, thoughts and thinking is great, but um, it's not that attachment and that emotional roller coaster that most human beings go through anymore. It's just you are this wholeness. And then from that place of pure silence, an ocean is meant to move. You know, it's not meant to be still. And so the ocean then begins to move within you and the waves are what creates the thoughts and the thinking and the waves are coming from a deep, deep place of, of holistic being rather than um, these kind of, you know, a child splashing in a puddle, you know, and, and a lot of spiritual um, speakers speak about support of nature or just having more strength from that thinking level. You have a thought and immediately it manifests whatever in your life is needed. It manifests because you're in tune with the ocean. You are this ocean. I think that's the best way I can really describe it. Um, I know for me, my poetry would come just, I would be after meditation, I would um, be quiet and these, it would just be like, um, a water hose, you know, not, that's a silly word to describe it, but just a, a fountain, I would say of these words coming perfectly in, in rhyme or describing, and it would be as if I was hearing it rather than, um, thinking, oh, is this a good word? I, I never, um, actually really rewrite any of my lyrics or my, um, 
my poetry because it just kind of comes as a stream and then it's and then it is what it is. <laughs> I understand that. That's so clear to me because that's how my writing works as well and definitely how my latest book, Your Journey to Enlightenment, came in was exactly through that stream. You talked a little bit about the silence then moving into action. Uh, speak a little bit more about that and is that when the lyrics for your CD, Love Light Revolution, came in? and then it required you to move, or are you speaking of a different action? Um, I think that it's, you know, I think that there, yes, there definitely was, you know, after being a monk for, I don't know, eight years, I guess it was, being completely immersed in very, very much silence, long, long hours of, of meditation and very little activity besides going for a walk or cooking my lunch. You know, it was really really quite quite a while that I was just um, immersing myself in, in the pure consciousness um, through meditation. And then, and then, yes, there became this impulse. Okay, it's time to move in more into activity. And gradually my life has moved more and more into longer hours of activity and less and less um, hours of silence. But I don't feel the silence being lost. It's that level of integration um, that needs to take place, that that silence moving into manifest creation. And that's really how each of us can bring in this, you know, we talk about this new earth, this heaven on earth time. It comes in through our physiologies and also through Mother Earth's physiology, of course, but we bring that light, we bring that vibration into the planet by um, moving that silence into activity. Otherwise, it can't breathe into this this um, this realm. You know, we we have to really be integrated as as spiritual and enlightened beings. Come here, we've come here for some reason. I think probably all of us have you know, definitely 100% have some higher purpose here. And that is to help bring in this, um, this new age and to help enlighten others as well. So we do that through, you know, bringing that silence into activity. And that's just through being, that's just through cultivating presence and then living that presence. My guest today is Lyric Benson and she is the singer-songwriter for Love Light Revolution. You can find out more about her amazing work, both in music as well as the mission on the planet connected to the wholeness.org that she is a part of. Go to her website, Lyrics Love Light Revolution, and definitely find out more about all of the things this amazing young woman is doing. We'll be right back on 1111 Talk Radio. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You 
are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you would like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Simron at Simron-Singh.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simron Singh. Are you ready for a new vibe in your music, in your spirituality? Are you ready to feel a sense of aliveness and empowerment? Are you ready for some new sounds, electronica, hip-hop, pop, all mixed together in a rhythm that just lets you feel all of the new energies of the new times, expressed in new ways, illustrating that we are each here to be a unique genius and expressing in our own unique style and exquisiteness? Well, that would describe Lyric Benson. And I invite you to visit her website, lyricslifelovevolution.com, lovelightrevolution.com, and find out more about her music. Uh, her CD is listed there along with some clips that you can listen to, and you can find out more about the things that she is involved in. Welcome back, Lyric. I wanted to move into how some of the music actually came in. It is definitely very different than what so many people are used to in terms of the spirituality music. They're used to the soft tones and the meditation and the, the things that are meant to calm us. But this is about being bold and alive. And I want you to speak about how the music came into you and how that felt. And also, if that was your normal personality to come out in such a bold way and be that expressive, um, or if this was a place of the unknown that you stepped into. That's such a beautiful question. Well, the first thing that I would that I would say is is that um, you know we're each so individual and unique, and I think I was all I was doing was trying to create my experience of silence. And like I said before, silence begins to move when you first experience silence, whether it's in meditation or in prayer or just in life any time, um, it can have a quality of quietness. You know, we think of silence as quietness. But I think a lot of spiritual traditions, um, I, I'm most familiar with the Vedas, they ex- explain that once silence um, begins to move, it actually creates sound and and it becomes quite dynamic. And um, that was my experience sitting in silence is that silence isn't so silent. Silence was almost like a rock and roll show. I know that's a a little (laughs) hard to imagine, but it just, you know, the different devas, the different impulses of creative intelligence, you know, you can within your own awareness, begin to experience um, these subtle laws of nature. Uh, It's just remarkable. So um, it's no longer, you know, there's all these stories about great rishis or seers that cognize the Veda and and it seems far-fetched that most humans can experience that. But I really feel nowadays, no, you just have to have that dedication and, and, and openness and and um, then you can begin to experience that kind of rock and roll aspect of silence. And so, <laughs> and so because that was my experience, my lyrics were all about actually being in love with the self, being almost this love mm-hmm. affair, you know, this intoxicating kind of almost you could say drug-like, but I don't obviously take drugs. But um, but it's, it is, it's just intoxicating and delicious and um, psychedelic and all of this craziness that just makes you just want to sit in this amazing bliss forever. And so I began writing that down and, and what came out were these kind of hip-hop, um, you know, lyrics that, when I told my dad that I wanted to do a music album and I sent him the lyrics, he immediately came up with this kind of rock and roll, hip hop, electronica music. And my dad in one of the songs or on several of the songs does these amazing guitar riffs that just sound almost 
they're just like crunching. It's just like, uh, uh, you know, you're just like totally into it. It's amazing. And, and I remember thinking, oh, yes, that's what silent sounds like. <laughs> so, so I think he did a really amazing job at encapsulating my experiences of the self and, and kind of, you know, just the bliss and joy. And of course, silence can be very peaceful and, and, um, you know, calming and, and I think in many, many reasons that people do music like that is to calm us, uh, us, our individuality down so that we can actually begin to experience that, that silence within us. But I think that a lot of times once people are very rooted in that silence, it becomes incredibly dynamic. <laughs> so. Well, you know, you, you spoke about this whole, uh, what I call the lover and beloved experience. And I think ultimately that's what we each hear as souls long for at the very deepest core of ourselves is that ecstatic feeling of what is actually love that is the unity of the self with itself and, and in that dance. And when you're in, in that place of creative expression and full experience, is that the bliss? that you have been able to transcend from the silence now also into waking, moving, active life as well. Yes, I would say I, that's so beautiful. I mean, it's it's so a process, you know, and every moment is a process and and every milla moment is a process. So what my feeling is, is just more and more, though, it feels that all of life is that is making love to the self. I know that sounds funny to say it that way, but um, that's what it feels like. Everyone, it becomes your lover. You know, you just adore every single person, whether it's this stranger on the street or your mother or a best friend or um, even an enemy, I would say, a quote-unquote enemy. And um, all of life just becomes this delicious dance of this of the self moving because... Um, it's all you. It becomes all your consciousness. And then this interaction of, of, you know, different layers of divinity, it just, yes, it's totally that love affair, that love affair with God at, at all moments through all beings in creation. And I think that that's where we are now is we're really more and more people are becoming aware that it is about the oneness and, and finding that way of connection. And in the inner work that you've done and raising your own vibration and healing, you have aligned and attracted yourself with a beautiful organization that is literally feeding energy around the world to support this planet. Talk a little bit about uh, this organization and how you became involved. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I would love to. The organization is The Wholeness, and um, our website is thewholeness.org. And what we do is we have, you know, I came to this organization because um, a lot of times spiritual people can be very unintegrated. And that's a little bit of what I was speaking of about the importance of the wholeness being breathed into activity. You know, a lot of times spirituality can be very compartmentalized in the life, whether yeah. it's 15 minutes of sitting in silence and then we move into the craziness of the day and completely lose ourselves. Um, or or we have these memories of, of peace, but they don't seem to overwhelm the activity in the life as they should. And so a lot of times people begin to almost have an aversion towards human activity, towards being in the world, towards all of the um, the day-to-day -day activities. And it's almost as if a schism occurs between your higher self and your humanity. You know, you want to be with that divinity at all times. And so you almost begin to pull away and you hear a lot of people saying like, I don't understand what I'm doing on this planet. I don't feel at home here. And I think a lot of people, and I'm one of them who have felt like that very strongly at times. And really it's that pulling away causes a lack of integration. And so what the wholeness has, I, I began to, to experience this lack of integration is, 
some challenges in my health even and emotions. Um, but then when I came upon the wholeness, I believe it was um, in 2005 or 2006 maybe, um, what I began to learn from them is the importance of grounding and connecting to Mother Earth and how Mother Earth is really holds the key to many of our enlightenments. Uh, this is because Mother Earth is herself a remarkably enlightened being. And by plugging in and connecting, walking barefoot, grounding, eating foods high in earth energy and prana, this breath work that I do um, called the breath of God to circulate prana within the physiology, the body then begins to run off this earth energy and you feel suddenly at home here on this planet and you feel like your soul can enter here properly because all of us have immensely powerful and huge souls, but it's often feels like this in this ocean or this river is trying to enter a tiny vial or a little glass, a teacup. And so by connecting to mother earth and opening the physiology, you're allowing more and more of that, of your soul to come into this physical form. And that's what I was talking a lot about breathing your wholeness into the physical body, breathing it into this realm. And then the body begins to resonate and reverberate with your, your silence and your wholeness along with that silence and wholeness of mother earth so that's you know, that's what oh so go ahead go ahead you know that that reminds me so much of the movie avatar when you're speaking because i think so many yes. people can't can't maybe not be able to understand connect quite how we connect to mother earth in that way or how it's fully connected to us or that we are part of the organism that is gaia and yes. I think you've done a beautiful job of describing that and that that movie is a good illustration. It looks like sci-fi to a lot of people, but that is so true for all of us if we will just allow ourselves to be in that. Yes, it's a, it is actually a perfect analogy because you could see how Mother Earth was truly feeding them through their feet. Um, they used light to ex- explain that and express that, but that's actually energetically how it is. And, and it just like how we have cells in our physiology, our human bodies are actually cells in this great being that is Mother Earth. And so when a cell is connected to the wholeness of the organism, then it begins begins to function properly and healthfully and the organs, you know, hum properly and the metabolism is, is um, the, at the right rate rather than plugging into this, you could say the smog of collective consciousness, which is an actual energy source on earth right now. It, it truly is. And so people can either run off this kind of toxic vibe of collective human ignorance or you can run off of this pure um, Shakti of Mother Earth. And so that's what the wholeness does. It, it really teaches you how to open and ground and integrate and experience God, God being being the self, your own highest divinity um, in human form. Now, Larry, and when you get to that place, and, and it sounds in the integration that you are, that your spirituality is not a part of your day, or it's not even a practice necessarily that you do at a certain part of your day, but that you embody this throughout the day, throughout your interaction with Gaia and all the other beings on the planet that you encounter on a daily basis. Yes? Well, thank you. That's remarkably kind, and I can say that, um, you know, it's at every moment you know, we just do our best, but I would say to a certain degree, very much so, you know, I, my spirituality is my whole life. You know, there really is no compartmentalizing. Um, at every moment, my heart is with God and, um, or the self or with my presence. And if for a moment it feels like there's a, a, a break away from that immediately, I, I do my best to utilize the technologies that I, I have through breath or just awareness to bring, bring myself back to a greater wholeness. But it becomes more and more spontaneous. So it's, it's basically effortless. It's like um, Marishi Maheshyogi used the term of dyeing a cloth. And you take the cloth and you put it in the dye and then you put it back into the sun. And you keep doing this process until eventually the cloth, um, the dye is so 
imbibed in the um, the dye is so imbibed in the cloth that the sun can no longer um, make it fade. So that's kind of what the process has been for me a lot. Now I would say I'm more and more like a well dyed cloth. <laughs> so, but what we're trying to do, I would say, with the wholeness, all of the things that we're doing with the wholeness right now. And we have this crystal seed project that we're working on and we're planting these crystal and copper structures around the earth. And anyone can participate in this. And it's such an important initiative to help um, uh, increase earth energy all around the earth so that human beings can spontaneously begin to live this wholeness without um, having any effort. We just increase the vibrations of Mother Earth so that human beings can just um, immediately begin to absorb it through their physiology, maybe not even knowing that they are. And it just creates better health and enlightenment. I want to go more into that in our next segment. The question is, are you fitting your spirituality into your life or are you making your life your spirituality? That is where we all are and that is the direction that each of us are here to embody on the planet is to understand that it is the integration that is the most important aspect that must now become as we move forward. My guest today is Lyric Benson, and she is a singer-songwriter as well as an amazing voice for spirituality as she works with many people, especially the organization TheWholeness.org. You can find out more about Lyric at her own website, Lyric's Love Light Revolution, in addition to also finding out more about the seed crystals and the work that TheWholeness.org does. We'll be right back with 1111 Talk Radio. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you would like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Simron at Simron-Singh.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simron Singh. Definitely visit my website, Simran-Sing.com, and you can tap into all of the things that are available to you as free resources, including 1111 Magazine. You'll find a beautiful illustration and article about Lyric Benson and much of the work she's doing along with direct links to the wholeness if you'd like to connect to more of their work and also see some images of the seed crystals and the different things that they are working with. So definitely go to my website and sign up for your free subscription for 1111 Magazine. In addition, while you're there, you will see two experiences that we have coming up, one to Machu Picchu, July 24th to August the 2nd. And in those experiences, we are going to dive into your journey into enlightenment and dive into play and celebration and aliveness while also experiencing some periods of silence where you can truly connect within and discover what your inner voice is really trying to do and say 
and how it wants to rock out. In addition, you can find out about the trips to South India, which is in December, December 3rd through the 19th. So tap into all of the things that we're doing in addition to my two books that have released in the last six months, Conversations with the Universe and now Your Journey to Enlightenment. Welcome back, Lyric. I want to talk um, a little bit more about the seed crystals that you mentioned that the wholeness Dot org is creating and planting and how people can get involved. Uh, what are these consisting of and how do people use these? Are these something that they use personally or are they something that they uh, gift in some way to certain places? Help, help us understand how of best course. to serve in this way and connect and collaborate. Sure, of course. So basically what they are are copper copper and crystal structures. They're what um they're a, a beautiful globe-like structure and I think rather than trying to explain that, I would suggest that people go and look at the pictures online. But what I can do is truly explain what they do and what they do is they, it's all about enlivening this grid, this grid of Mother Earth. And Mother Earth's grid is already present. But a lot of times, human beings have trouble tapping into this, this grid. And why is this important to us? Well, it's important because it's the energy of Mother Earth which feeds the human body. It's what gives us life force. And a lot of people are functioning on a very small amount of um their body's potential, their body's intelligence. And this is because they're not open and circulating enough Shakti or Prana um, from Mother Earth. So what we're doing is by planting these seeds, we plant them in all of the holiest places around the globe, places very high in earth energy. Um, you know, Machu Picchu would be a, a perfect example of a, an amazing place to plant a seed. They're planted three feet below the earth in a copper box. And what they do is they begin to like, you could say acupuncture needles into the physiology of mother earth, enliven the grid and give power and strength to, um, to mother earth's energy as it moves into human collective consciousness and humanity. And this truly is a world peace project because what it will do is it'll begin to purify human collective consciousness. It'll begin to dissolve that, I could say, smog of ignorance that is an actual substance um, that is, you could say, encompassing Mother Earth right now. And just simply by bringing that holistic vibration, these little seeds are amplifiers. They're amplifiers and radiators of Mother Earth's energy. And we plant them in these holy places and the, the seeds themselves connect, forming this grid so that it's the collective vibration of all of the holy places on earth that is going to be amplified and begin to move into um a more tangible experience for humanity. So even Joe um, Smith, who has never meditated, who knows nothing about earth energy can benefit because suddenly these vibrations are coming more and more. Again, it's that, that concept of integration, integration into this dense realm of those more celestial realms. So that's what they do. You can also then have one, of course, in your home and then your home environment connects with this grid, this grid of Mother Earth, and it begins to resonate almost with these vibrations of a temple um, in your own home. So your own home begins to, you could say, vibrate and resonate with these very, very powerful and high vibrations of all of the holiest places on Earth. And are these pieces, they are based on sacred geometric forms and measurements and do they uh, calibrate to the certain direction of the earth or was this something that was brought in through someone to know how to design these? Yes, this was um, through Matthew Reifschlager who has divine communion with Archangel Gabriel. So this is archangelic technology that um, is now, you know, coming through to Mother Earth. It's a Nine-pointed yantra 3D is the form of it. And we know from um, Vedic architecture that how important a nine-pointed yantra is. It, it is quite sacred geometry. Um, 
when you make a nine-pointed yantra 3D, then it has then 27 nodes. And these 27 nodes correspond to the 27 nakshatras or star systems um, that most directly influence Mother Earth. So that is how the form, um, you could say, came into being. Then we have three small crystals in the center. And we know crystals are remarkable amplifiers. And our crystals that we use are very pure. They're without any human um influence or, or programming. They're mined directly from Brazil for our purposes and hand cut for our purposes. And really, you know, in the past, we know of amazing um, crystalline technologies. You can put um, a mantra, you can put an impulse, a desire into a crystal. But with this process that we're utilizing, we're completely leaving out all human influence. And we're just putting these in the earth and allowing mother earth to regulate them. So it's regulated by the archangels. It's regulated by divine mother earth. And all we're doing is acting as stewards to help really usher in this new age of enlightenment for humanity by helping to amplify earth energy. And, um, as I said, people can get involved if you're already going on a pilgrimage to a a holy land or to a, a land that feels sacred to you. You can plant one there. We have them in Israel. We have them um, going into the Andes in a few weeks. At the tip of the Andes, we have one, uh, three in Nepal. We have one in Ojai. We have one in New Mexico. They're just very powerful. Oh, in Israel, um, you know, very powerful places on Mother Earth. Mount Haleakala in Hawaii is another one. Um, So... That's how you can get involved. And we hope to have 10,000 in the earth in the next uh, three years. Because when these get into the earth, I think that um, things will just begin to shift so profoundly. It'll be um, really quite amazing. And the wholeness.org, is this an organization if people are looking or feel a call to serve? Are there different capacities in which they can be involved as well? Yes, definitely. We have a a volunteer program that's quite extensive. Um, If you are interested, you just simply email contact at thewholeness.org. If you want to know, for for example, how you can fundraise for these crystal seeds, we have um, three on our site that we're currently fundraising for the Andes, the one that is going into the Andes, the one that's going into Australia, and... um, I know there's a third one, oh, one that's going into Fairfield, Iowa, which is actually the home of Marishi Mahesh Yogi's uh, Transcendental Meditation and TM City program. So they're very powerful places that, um, that people can donate. Uh, it's a tax-deductible donation to, to this as well. Or they can, you know, get together a bunch of friends. They all want to contribute to a crystal seed to plant in a place that they find um, remarkable to them to help contribute to the grid. That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. So I I know that you're so involved with that and you've got your own career going and a lot of um, wonderful prosperity and abundance in your personal life is taking place as well. What What is the vision for your uh, experience now as you move forward, Lyric, with your life? What else? Is there more music coming from the silence that you're going to share? Or what is the next step for you? Thank you so much for asking. You know, I think, of course, I will always continue working um, for the wholeness. And, I, and again, every moment is a, as an expression of my spiritual life and, and evolution. One can uh, never stop evolving. <laughs> I hope not. Um, but I will say that more and more that concept of integration, of really wanting to bring my silence more and more into activity, whether it's through more performances, which I'm hoping I'm moving to Ojai, California, in February, and I'm hoping to do some performances out in the Los Angeles area. I'm hoping to actually get into acting and and enjoying that level of play of creation because if I can maintain 
my spirituality and my silence, even in that field, that will be quite an accomplishment. But it does give me so much bliss and joy to perform and to act and to just be present um, because that's really what acting is. It's just being fully present in the moment and allowing um, the reactions and the emotions to come from a state of, of wholeness and surrender. So that's really what I'm looking forward to seeing if I can integrate so much that even in, in those environments, I feel uh, never a step away from God or a step away from myself. So, And that's so powerful because so often people feel like as they move into something that they have to give up a piece of themselves. And what you're talking about is being the example of wholeness in an industry where there has been so much chance for people to lose themselves or forget who they are, but to illustrate that it is possible, even in that place of, of, of make-believe, to be that present to everything. And I think that that's what the world is calling for right now is not necessarily the teachers or the gurus, but but each and every one of us rising up to be examples because we're simply trying uh, in our own lives to be the highest expression that we can be. Yes, that's that's a absolutely beautiful, and and that's what I I truly do hope, and and it's that thing too about when you truly are living it, you you teach from example. And so then we all become great teachers just by living. And that's what my greatest teacher, um, teachers in my life, you know, I would just watch how they lived. And it was because of their example that um, made me want to strive to be better and to be more whole and, and more in, in the self. Well, I want to thank you for being on 1111 Talk Radio and appreciate so much the aliveness and the boldness and the, the play and a beautiful brilliance that you bring to the world through your sound, through your silence, through your service. Thank you so much for being on the show this week. You can Thank connect you. with Lyric Benson at lyricslovelightrevolution.com. Definitely look up her CD. Look at all of the things that she's doing. She is one of the amazing beings to watch as she continues forward being exemplary to all of us as to how to be present, to be integrated, and to be expressive. In addition, you can connect to thewholeness.org and find out more about the work that they're doing on the planet, in addition to discovering more about the seeds in, if you're interested in getting one for yourself or in contributing to having one planted somewhere. Again, that's thewholeness.org and lyricsloveLightRevolution.com. I'm Simran Singh. Again, I invite you to explore my new book, Your Journey to Enlightenment, and to also tap into the Rebel Road Tour. We are going across the country to finish out this amazing experience of expression and boldness as well. And you can find out more about that at therebelroad.com. Follow me on YouTube with my daily diaries. And again, Happy New Year, Happy 2014, and let this be the year of your love, courage, and commitment to experience and express your brilliance, because we all need to see it. We all want to see it, and it is time for you to see it as well. In love, of love, with love, and as love, I'm Simran Singh. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.